Listen, do you hear that sound? It started low, but it's getting progressively louder. Into a crescendo, even louder. Irresistible ending in an ear-splitting blast of mass disruption. That's the sound of America's economic and political systems crashing to the ground. But we have a plan. We will be ready to restore political sanity. We will be ready to answer the call of productive America. We will restore America's industrial base and put America back to work. We will shut down political correctness and restore decency and positive media to America. We will save our constitution, our traditional way of life, our customs, and religion. We will restore sound money and crush the debt-based system of monetary slavery. And we will end America's foreign misadventures. We are the American Freedom Party, and we have a plan. Learn more about us, theamericanfreedomparty.us. Now's your chance to get the last of the Resolution Radio Blood Teams. Only a few left available before we try to do a reorder. This has been a high-selling item, and we really appreciate everyone's support in getting this shirt and showing their pride as well as showing their heritage. Nothing counts more than blood. Get yours today from Resolution Radio for only $25 plus $5 shipping and handling. It really helps the network improve, and you really get a great product to showcase what you truly believe in. Nothing counts more than blood. Only from Resolution Radio at ResolutionRDO.com. Send check, money order, or well-concealed cash to Sonny Thomas at P.O. Box 27, Springboro, Ohio, 45066. That's Sonny Thomas at P.O. Box 27, Springboro, Ohio, 45066. Today we call it bone broth, and for thousands of years our ancestors enjoyed its benefits before it became lost to our modern diets of processed junk. We are now introducing Caveman by InfoWarsLife.com, the ultimate in true paleo nutrition with bone broth, turmeric root, chaga mushroom, and seven total primal superfoods in a single great-tasting formula. Caveman. It's those people living in the wilds having to actually build civilization that are our superior ancestors, and we need to do everything we can to recapture that. Every Everyone knew that you used all the parts of the animal. You used the meat for sustenance, the fat for cooking, but you used the bones for strength. From the outside structure full of minerals and key cofactors to the marrow that produces the blood for the body, this is the engine of the life essence. I'm a long way from the caveman my ancestors were, but I'm sure as hell trying to get back to that essence that made us what we were, and this is a big part of it. I know you're going to want to check out Caveman Ultimate Paleo Formula for yourself and ForwardsLife.com today. Is there a count somewhere? You're listening to ResolutionRDO.com. What can you do to shore up your liberty and everyone else's liberty? Have you done anything for your liberty? Have you done anything to show your kids what sacrifice and faith look like? How do you want to be remembered? The guy or the gal that worried a lot about your country? Or the guy or the gal that did something along the way? How do you want to be remembered? Ladies and gentlemen, free shipping is back at InfoWarsStore.com. 
All orders of $50 or more get free shipping. And our regular shipping has seen its rates cut up to 50%. Free shipping right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Hi there. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host for this hour from KateDalyRadio.com. I want to share a lot with you today, and some of it's not going to be politics. It's not going to be in that direction, but I want to talk about how to get through what's coming a little bit more today than what's coming. And so much has been covered, even in this last hour uh, with Alex, that I want to start here. I look like a giant snowflake <laughs> today. Um, this is my favorite ski sweater, right? It was uh, rainy where I'm at and and uh, so wintry. Remember that season winter that we always have? Yeah, that one. Anyway, um, I know they're making a really big deal out of winter right now, but you know, it comes every fourth season, like forever, like in history. And um, they're acting like we've never been through one and um, we need the National Guard to help us out, right, Buffalo? And uh, we don't know how to handle it. So weather seems to be what they want us to focus on and not election fraud, the coup in the White House, Hormala, King Fraud a lot or whatever version of uh, King Biden shows up that day. Um, The money laundering in Ukraine, the uh, CIA, the FBI showing how corrupt they are, the border problems, the money printing, the insane amount of criminality going on on elected officials, right? Both local, state, and then of course, federal expected. And uh, the Uniparty in Washington, DC that just furthers the ball, you know, furthers the goal line and uh, never really changes anything, but just keeps going, right? Washington, DC, stabbing you in the back, acting like they're gonna do something, uh, and then they don't. It's like the big fake. And you're supposed to ignore all of that and then talk about the weather <laughs> because it's, winter and they keep calling it the snowpocalypse and how are you going to get through it in one piece oh my gosh be afraid be very very afraid um yeah it's a uh, freaking winter anyways um so uh buffalo gets the national guard right on tap to show them how to drive in winter in uh, snow and ice because they must not know how i guess after living there for the ages most people just don't know how that are our age oh whatever okay so you have that and you shouldn't fly. Don't fly because your flight's going to get canceled because we've never flown in snow and ice before. And it's winter. So flights have never been canceled before in history. Oh, yeah, that's that's right. They have every year. And anyway, never mind. You can't fly. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And of course, the big headline of the day, global jitters. <laughs> global jitters for Blovid um, with 98 symptoms, 98 symptoms of flu and cold. How are we going to deal with this and still stay in one piece because it's so insane, right? It's so crazy. But I want to talk to you a little bit about weather worship. And then I also want to share some personal things about my life today with you because uh, maybe there's something there that can help somebody out there to kind of get through what's coming. And really and truly, we got to get through it together. And how are we going to do that? And so I want to start off today by sharing something very, very serious, and that is the change in the drug remdesivir. Too many people were going in and uh, they were saying remdesivir. And of course, too many people have heard about remdesivir. And uh, I know they would have likely killed my husband with it um, a year and a half ago. And they changed up the name. The name is now Vexlery, okay? And you probably heard about this on the Alex Jones Show, I'm sure. Vexlery is the new name they're calling it because it's the brand name of Remdesivir. So they just switched names, okay? And uh, 
they also are driving home this RSV thing. The RSV thing is, it's ridiculous. And people, I, honestly, people that, <laughs> that think, that, you know, they're, they're very awake. They'll go, yeah, but it's the babies. It's, this, is, this is a serious thing. This is very serious. 100 to 300 babies die every single year. And they have for decades because of pneumonia running amok just like in the small percentage of adults that that happens to as well, okay? And what they did was they approved remdesivir, Vexlery. They approved this from Gilead, you know, where everybody's profiting, like fake G, okay? Um, everybody's profiting off these drugs. And, uh, and so what they did was basically they're, they're saying, well, now that we've approved this drug, uh, the hospitals are pretty much begging you at this point to bring in your newborn with the slightest sniffle. Now, there is a test for RSV, which is just respiratory, but they don't, they don't do that test a lot. And I don't even think the test is actually very accurate at all because it's really just testing for symptoms. What they do is they say, if the baby's having trouble breathing, then of course they have RSV. And the parents go, RSV, you mean the thing we heard about in the media? <sighs> you know, my baby's going to die, right? because we've been munchausened by government. So everybody thinks that they're the next person to die. But actually, actually, it's, uh, it goes into the lungs and you can help this out. And most babies are not going to die and most adults are not going to die from this. But we all think we're vulnerable now because the media has made us total hypochondriacs <laughs> and um, thinking that we're going to. So I just wanted to run that by everybody. They approved Remdesivir Vexlery, which is the brand name for Remdesivir, they approved it in the summertime. And now all of a sudden, RSV's on the rise and you better get your, your, your baby into the hospital ASAP. It's absolutely asinine. And I just hope that people realize and, and can understand that this is, this, is all, this is a lot of hype, a lot of hype. So um, let's take a break from politics. And I want to talk about life a little bit. The movie Babylon came out and I want to reference this because I had a great uh, interview with the executive producer founder of The Chosen. So I want to kind of talk about Hollywood for just a moment and set the stage a little bit. Um, we, <laughs> we get the movie Babylon and it's tanking at the box office. And I absolutely love that it's tanking. Why do I love that it's tanking? Because for three years, right, we've done nothing really. I mean, we've, we've tried to get back on our feet from the loss of business and everything else and lockdowns and everything they've tried to do to us. But we've watched a lot of Netflix. We've watched a lot of movies. We've watched a lot of Hollywood's offerings, okay? And we've suddenly realized, I think, as a nation, pretty much, that what they have to sell you is complete crap. And that these people can barely act and that they're selling you so many woke variations of narratives that you don't want to see it anymore. You don't want to watch it anymore. So these movies are virtually just tanking at the box office. Babylon wants to try to tell you that all the debauchery, all of the, the crap in Hollywood happened in the twenties. And now they've, they've devolved into this wonderful, responsible Hollywood that looks back into the twenties and goes, Ooh, no, that is <laughs> hello. It's so evil now. It's so on steroids and it's such a distraction because they want you to look here instead of looking here. They want you to see something in Hollywood that happened a long time ago that's not happening now. Of course, of course not because they have, well, they've really devolved really, but they think they've evolved into these wonderful 
Hollywood executives and these wonderful Hollywood people. So they're trying to show you what 20s uh, Hollywood looked like, calling it Babylon. Well, it's tanking. It's absolutely tanking. It's gross. It's disgusting. And uh, they show scenes of just pure disgust. And one reviewer said that he just wanted to take a shower after watching it because it was so disgusting. On the other hand, we have The Chosen, right? Depicts the life of Christ, shows him as a person, shows him, shows the apostles as people, shows all the struggles they went through and everything that they were doing. And we were so desperate for good entertainment. It is the largest crowdfunded series in history. We were so desperate to see something that didn't, that didn't leave us feeling empty, right? And disgusted, right? We wanted The Chosen. The Chosen grabbed more money and were able to put on uh, the better actors. The scenes are great. The costuming's great. You can tell that this was done carefully. It was done with a lot of faith. And I think this is a wonderful series. And it's a series that people are actually saying, you know what, I saw it on TV, but I'll even pay extra and go to the movies and watch it. And guess what, folks? It was sold out. It was sold out. In, uh, in, in the theaters in my state, you couldn't even get tickets for a while. That is crazy. Think about that for just a moment. Hollywood always dominates, right? Um, but not now. Not after we got three years of their crapola offerings did we realize that, oh my gosh, Hollywood is there to sell us wokeness and a, fest, a, a, a total feast, should we say, a festival of crap. When I come back, I want to talk a little bit more about that. And I want to talk about a movie I watched. And then I also want to share some things about my life. I'll be right back on The Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host for the hour. Be right back. The products in front of me are so powerful that I want to just say up front, consult your healthcare provider, read the literature, and be careful. Because the recommended dose on these, especially the HGH boost, especially the testosterone boost, is more than I can handle. And I've had a lot of friends and family take it as well. They've never had such results, but they're also like, man, you, you better tell folks to be careful of that, especially the HGH boost and what it does when you take it at night, you go to sleep, the deep sleep, and what it does to your cells, how it re reboots your body. So InfoWars Platinum is exclusive private label at 40% off what it is in stores of three already bestsellers at InfoWarsStore.com. And I wanna encourage all of you to check these out and try it for yourself. And it works great for women as well, but th these two formulas are tailored to women, the HGH Boost, and the 1776 testosterone boost, and of course the pain MD is for everybody. They are really amazing. We're very, very proud of them. And I wanna encourage you all to go to InfoWarsShore.com and experience the powerful compounds that God has given us in the environment to be able to counteract all the different things they're bombarding us with that really try to separate us from the bodies and the chemicals and, and the natural things that God gave us. This stuff is the cavalry when it comes to countering the new world order. Back here with you on the Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host for the hour. I wanna bring up some things about my life. I wanna bring up some things that I, I don't talk about a lot. <laughs> and then I also wanna share um, Hollywood a little bit, uh, the take on Hollywood for just a second, because honestly, does it shape our lives? 
Yeah, it does. The movies shape our lives. I was watching X-Files and I was noticing how many plots they were nailing accurately for the future of what we're dealing with right now. And when we talk about predictive programming and we talk about revelation of method, those are all aspects of telling us what they're going to do in the future and um, making us very aware of it. So they don't have the responsibility of telling us. And then we're basically agreeing to all of this. Who knows? But uh, I, I do find it kind of interesting. Um, so let me let me say this. I never, ever want to not notice. That was a really strange sentence. Not notice the, the good things. OK, and I think one of the good things is that The Chosen was the biggest crowdfunded series to hit. I think that's huge. I think it's important to realize that because I think that's something very, very good standing in in sort of the bleakness of what is going on in the world, right? The theater, the total theater. There's much more theater than people even realize. And so when I'm looking at, at, at the evolution of just that 20 years ago, I don't think people would have clamored for that kind of entertainment. And I don't think people would have invested their own money to provide their, the, the entertainment they, they wanted because what did we do? We relied on Hollywood to serve it up for us. And then we realize what a place of debauchery that is. You know, you have your Brad Pitt movies. And when Brad Pitt does a movie, I just roll my eyes because he's almost a clownish cartoon of himself when he's acting. And uh, if, if you want to call it that, and all of these actors, all of these people in Hollywood all have the same values, all have the same beliefs. How does that happen? Are they bought? Do they sell their souls? What do they do to get into a, a, a place like that where they're willing to sell you the same junk over and over? Yellowstone, huge series, right? Big series. Um, yet, what does it do? It has like the Beth in the series, right? <laughs> and, and she's just gross, a gross version of a woman, right? Ugh. But what are they trying to do? They're trying to kind of take Hollywood and put it into the Old West. And we're eating it up because we actually want to see the Old West. We actually want to see property and the fights over property and all of these things that made America what America is right now. Property ownership, right? But, but the problem is, is that they serve us up all this junk within all of that. I wish the chosen um, executive producers would do their own version of Yellowstone. I bet it would be more accurate and less Beth, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, when I think of womanhood, Beth is on the opposite end of the scale. And so I was, uh, I was talking to the executive producer of The Chosen and I was saying, wow, this is a really neat thing that this has happened. And they were saying, you know what? We just put a little faith in it and voila, we've got this series and it just keeps getting better and better and how excited they were to see how people responded to it. And my answer to that was, my gosh, you can tell the temperature of this nation and the goodness of the people because we know that the majority of the people want to see good messages or it doesn't make them feel empty and, you know, just gross afterwards like the movie Babylon. No one's wanting to see Babylon. They're going to totally take a nosedive, just like they have all of the other little superhero movies that they've done. And superhero movies are even tanking now. They're worried because people are not wanting to see it anymore. They've just, they, they won't come up with new plots. They run the same plots and it's just gross. 
bad scripts, bad plots, bad acting, okay? By woke people who we don't want to hear from because we could care less what they think about politics. If I want to know about politics, the last person on earth I'm going to go to is Robert De Niro or Meryl Streep, okay? And I can't even watch their movies anymore. So then we had Netflix, right? And over the holidays, you probably watched a lot of movies sitting in the snow or sitting in your weather. (laughs) That's winter, okay? Oh my gosh, they can dramatize winter like no other. Anyway, so we've got this movie and it and it has this very metrosexual male as the lead, acts like a five-year-old and is really unappealing. There's nothing worse than a metrosexual male. I can't, I like, uh, I like uh, men to be men, okay? And so you've got this metrosexual male that no woman would find appealing and they've got him as the lead of this movie. And the whole movie premise is he's like a five-year-old and how the woman had to embrace this five-year-old as a grown man. And she finally does at the end of the movie. There's zero chemistry because he's so metrosexual. It's just honestly scary. And I'm watching this movie, but the whole movie was about weather. It was about um, sledding and it was about Christmas and it was about it was about um, just snow and um, seeing the nutcracker. Not one mention about Christ, not one mention about Christmas. It was really weird. And I thought you could get through a whole movie about Christmas and how amazing Christmas is and never even mention the meaning. And I just thought it was another bizarre take from Hollywood doing their thing. Hallmark goes completely and totally woke, right? They even condemn Candace. Candace ends up leaving Candace Beer just for saying that traditional marriage is something that, you know, is real and good. What's really strange is that most of the Hollywood actors, honestly, came from traditional homes. That's how they were. That's how they're here today. Yet they're quick to condemn it. And they're quick to say that that isn't inclusive enough. It's crazy. And then you've got, uh, you've got all of this Hollywood crap, right? And it's, it's getting into our, our homes and it's telling us how to think and it's telling us what to, what to worship, what to believe in. And then, you, of course, you have the Wednesday show that's really popular right now. And it's very goth. It's very dark. It's very suicide. And it's a very subtle shadow um, LGBTQ pairing of these two girls that they don't overtly come out and say it, but it's pretty much assumed. And that's why they're icons for that group. And it's amazing to watch this become the most popular thing to watch in, in our lives right now. Is it not? You've got Yellowstone, which is pretty foul. I actually like Yellowstone for some reasons, but pretty foul. Okay. And then you've got the Beth. And then you've got the woke undertones underneath the storylines. And we're supposed to come out of this after devouring this and watching this and staying home and watching movies because it's the entertainment of the day. And we're supposed to make choices to help this country, to save the constitution, to, to, to really kind of be these, these great people after watching this kind of crap 24 seven. And everybody on, on social media was saying, yeah, I'm staying home. I'm watching movies. What are we watching? Right. Um, and so that's why I wanted to bring up the shows. I wanted to bring up the good parts, the, the things that are, are being represented that you can watch that are good, that are um, a little more wholesome, that are a little better. You're going to feel a little more inspired after you watch these things than you will Wednesday or Babylon. I mean, look at the names even or Babylon or any of the woke uh, holiday fair that they've got out there. I, it's, it's really bizarre. And so it's empty. And I, and I wanted to talk about the show ponies, the show ponies, like the Kardashians, you know, that what are they good at? Nothing. 
They want you to dress like them and look like them, and they don't even know what they want to look like. So they keep changing their faces every two seconds. Compare a family photo from 2005, and they don't look like the same family. It is bizarre. And I call them the show ponies because that's really what they're out. They're out to pimp products, and that's it. And there's no talent there. It's kind of like the mascot for Hollywood was when I think of the Kardashians. It's the mascot. It's empty. It's grotesque, but they sell it. <laughs> they certainly sell it. When I come back, I want to tell you a little bit about my life. I'll be right back on The Alex Jones Show. Welcome back to The Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host for the hour. Look, uh, I'm talking about Hollywood. I'm talking about the media because we're all absorbing it 24 hours a day, even though we don't want to admit it. It's just in our faces 24 Seven doesn't matter where you go, the airport, everything's playing the narrative 24-7. And so that's why I wanted to talk about that a little bit today and just about getting through this um, and realizing how many good things there are too. And what we're doing as a populace, we're creating our own entertainment. We're funding our own entertainment. The only place for Hollywood to go now is to think about this. This is so important, is to showcase pedophilia as good, normalize it, and sell you on magic and witchcraft. That's all they've got left, okay? It's the only other cards they can play, except for maybe just straight up murder, murdering each other, which they already have. They've already gone there. But I'm talking about really selling it as goodness, trying to sell it as some as good ideas, okay? And they will. This is the only direction they have left. They want to sell you on evil and debauchery. So the only thing we can do is to abandon it, is to turn it off and take away their power, the power of Hollywood. The only reason they've got power is because eyeballs are on them. Take away the eyeballs. It's really that simple. We just don't think about it in those terms because we're so used to going to the movies. We're so used to uh, taking in three or four hours, let's be honest, TV shows a night because we want to escape from all the stuff that we know is going on, the stuff that we know is happening. And so it's the only escape we have. But if we can turn that off or turn on something better, that we can feel inspired by that would actually help us <laughs> to get through all of this, how great would that be? And most of America, believe it or not, the majority of America wants that. They don't want this crap fest that we're sold. You know, news is just now a caricature of itself and it has been for decades, but it's getting so much worse. And I was reading a story from NBC before I get into a story about my life. I just wanted to talk about Cassidy Hutchinson. Cassidy with a Y. Anyway, Cassidy Hutchinson, there was an article NBC put out and I just want to, I just want to give this the dramatic reading it deserves. Okay. Because now the AP, they're novelists. Okay. And they're selling you so much spin that I can't find the news story within the spin. That's important to know. Cassidy Hutchinson knew she was going to be nuked for turning on Trump is the headline. Period. She did it anyway. Oh, what a hero. Um, Cassidy Hutchinson sped out of Washington in the wee hours of the morning while Googling Watergate on her phone, frantically looking for some kind of guidance on how to be a whistleblower. Oh, she's heroic. Wow. Until that moment, the former Donald Trump White House, not President Donald Trump, just the Donald Trump White House aide, would go on to be the star witness of the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th insurrection. <laughs> I'd still like to see the, the uh, photos of the 140 cops that were, you know, attacked, right? Because that would never happen in America. They'd shoot you if you tried to attack an officer. Um, had remained loyal and quote unquote in the family. You're supposed to cue the mafia right now. Think of an image of the mafia. 
That's what they wanted you to do right there. As Trump world insiders kept reminding her, okay, it literally goes on. The story gets much worse in, in the way of adjectives, but it goes on to say, and the night before she fled for her parents' house in New Jersey, Hutchinson said she had a mental breakdown. And here we go. As the moral crisis she had been grappling with came to a head, pushing her to make a decision. <laughs> that would, I'm sorry. That would change the course of the investigation into the 2021 attack on the Capitol. <laughs> These script writers, they're Hollywood writers, and our news is giving, given to us in a caricature of itself. There's so many adjectives and so much narrative in this article to prop up Cassidy with a Y into some sort of moral hero that it's, it's that disgusting. In fact, in the entire article, they never really tell you what was so important that made her a hero of course, just that she was one. And I just wanted you to believe it. This is NBC. It's so ridiculous. It's become a caricature of news. It's not even just spin anymore. It's far beyond that. And when I was reading that, yeah, you got to read the rest of it because you're just so blown away. They never really tell you what made her a hero. Just that it's laden with adjectives to convince you that she is. They're so desperate. You know, in my life, I want to share this with you because um, when I talk about making good choices and standing up for, for what's right, I've had, obviously, in all of our lives, we've had moments of good, we've had moments of bad and true moments of standing. But I was on a, uh, I was on a, a, a Fox News affiliate channel and I was uh, fired because I kept talking about the records of both sides of the aisle, the Uniparty in Washington. And I got so tired of interviewing politicians and I interviewed so many of them and I couldn't stand it anymore. I just couldn't, because it was just fluffery. I remember uh, interviewing Hatch and uh, he was literally crumpling up paper <laughs> and acting like the line was bad because we talked about the NDAA. And he said, Kata, just because it's written doesn't mean I'm gonna use it, okay? That doesn't mean we're gonna use it, it's just written. And I was, I was expected to believe that and move on. And, and there was a lot of politicians that I had to interview and just get through the interview. And after the interview, I was just abhorred by, <laughs> by what we talked about, which was basically fluff. It was nothing. They wouldn't answer anything. And this is why they stay in office for years on both sides of the aisle. And I will agree that there's one side really wanting to destroy this country, but the other side pretends they don't want to, but they're kind of all aboard for the most part. And, uh, and so I was fired. Well, a lot of people started making phone calls. They wanted the show back and, and I was eventually offered the job back. But I knew at that point that I should go on my own and that I should skip taking a paycheck and that I should not worry about the money. And I'm gonna tell you, it wasn't easy. I wanna say, oh gosh, that was so easy. And I just, you know, went on faith and wow, it was, no, it was really hard <laughs> because we needed that at the time. We were counting on that, just like all of you. You're counting on the spouse's paycheck or your paycheck. And it would be very difficult right now to sort of walk off a cliff or a ledge and say, okay, well, I guess, I guess I'll do the right thing and go on my own and say, you know, this is how it's gonna, this is how it's gonna work out. Um, and I'm just gonna hope for the best. But you know, as soon as I did that, as soon as I took that leap, it was really amazing because all of a sudden people were put into my life at that particular moment that wanted to help me, didn't even know me, didn't even know me, just wanted to help and wanted to make sure that I could continue telling the truth, that I could say what I wanted to say 
And at the time it was Common Core and it was Oregon and there was a murder that happened to an innocent man by the FBI. And there were people that just did not want me talking about those particular things. But I did. And I wanted to because they were important. And I could not believe what was happening to my country. And this was, you know, six, five years ago, right? Five, probably five, about five years ago, uh, six years ago. And so I went on my own. It wasn't easy. And it took a lot of just moments where I just kind of had to grip and hold on. But I realized that as soon as I did that, and as soon as I made that choice, things worked out. They worked out beautifully, actually, and better than what I could have even imagined for myself. And that was so important for me to realize at the time. It was a huge lesson because there were moments in my life I didn't make that great move or I didn't do that great thing, just like all of us, right? But when I did, it was really interesting how many things were there to kind of shore that up. And it can be really scary to leave your job for the right reason. It can be really scary to take a stand. It can be really scary to do the right thing in the face of, well, the world telling you that, oh, hey, you might not have your home or you might, you might lose this or that. And we're so married to our stuff and we're so married to position and we're so married to the things of the world that it's really hard to make those decisions. But let me just tell you, there were a lot of people that stepped in to help. There were a lot of people that were just right there, these little angels in my life that just honestly just came forward. And I was always amazed at that. Doing the right thing isn't easy. And if you want to tell the truth, it gets even harder because in media, it's very difficult these days to tell the truth. Everything is corporate owned, right? And, uh, but I would tell you that no matter what your job is, if you're a physician, if you're whatever you are, take the leap, do the right thing. Sometimes it'll work out so much better in your life than you ever thought it would. Doors will open, windows will open. My gosh, let your life evolve into something great. Take the risk, do it. Because I think on the other side of that, you're going to find that it's not as scary as you thought it was going to be. I'll be right back on The Alex Jones Show with more. InfoWars secret weapon is finally here. It's a secret weapon for your immune system, for your stamina, for your energy, for your way of life, for your libido. And it also keeps InfoWars on the air. And I almost forgot, you save at least 50% on these products for what you'd pay for similar products or the exact same products in stores around the country. That's because we go right to the highest quality manufacturer in the nation that supplies some of the top names. They then give us the best deal out there because the owner is a listener and we're able to bring it to you with massive discounts. You're not going to find thousand milligram high quality CBD for anywhere near the price we sell it. You're not going to find it the 10 milligram or the 20 milligram. You're not going to find turmeric at 95% humanoid at the price we're selling it. You're not going to find any of this anywhere near that. These similar formulas with the same formulas sell for up to 200% more than we're selling these. InfoWars MD, now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com, a true 360 win. Welcome back. Welcome back. So glad you're listening in. I really am because I want to share a couple of things with you. Um, and they're important too, because we all have to live through this and we all have to come out in one piece. We've all got to do our very best and that's not easy to do. It really isn't. I don't say that in a trite way. It's just not easy. And uh, we're up against a lot. And it's hard enough just having families and getting through the day to days, right? 
work, family, commitments. <laughs> I mean, and then you pile on, what about our liberty? What about having a stake in all of that? And what are you doing for that? And it seems like a lot sometimes. But I want to, I want to talk about going without a paycheck because I did it. And I'll tell you something. The one thing it showed me was that I love what I do and I would do it without payment. That means I'm really loving what I do, right? And when I did that, and when I took that sacrifice, and it was scary. I'm not saying it wasn't scary because it is. And I don't want to minimize that because it's always going to be that level of, oh my gosh, <laughs> what am I going to do? But when I went on my own with my show, when I, when I decided to stay in and do it and then do it for those right reasons and not worry about that anymore, not worry about the money anymore, not worry about anything anymore and just do it for the right reasons. It's amazing the, the things that took place in my life, right? It's amazing what happened. And it's really all about sacrifice because even when I took the smallest sacrifice, really, because you look at it in the big picture, it was small. Um, not for me at the moment, but it was small looking back, right? You, you, you take that leap. You're really engaging in sacrifice. And then a lot of good things can actually come your way as well. A lot of good teaching moments. And so are you willing to do that? What are you willing to do? What can you do to shore up your liberty and everyone else's liberty? Have you done anything for your liberty? Have you done anything to show your kids what sacrifice and faith look like? How do you want to be remembered? The guy or the gal that worried a lot about your country or the guy or the gal that did something along the way? How do you want to be remembered? And I gave a talk once, I gave a speech once uh, in front of a lot of people and I talked about Rosa Parks, right? <laughs> I talked about on the back of the bus taking that stand and I said, do you remember who the person was that sat behind Rosa Parks? Do you remember his name? And there was silence. And I said, nobody can tell me his name. Nobody knows who that was. And everyone looked a little intrigued and there was no answer. Nobody could say who it was. And I said, yeah, that's because nobody knows who sat behind her because he did nothing. <laughs> he did nothing. Are we the people that sit behind the person and we do nothing? If all of us took a stand, if the physician said no to the socialization of medicine and the orders they're given by their lawyers that dictate what you get when you go to the hospital, even though it's deadly, what if they said no? What if they walked away? There'd be no power there. What if the media whores, sorry, but they are, the media whores finally went, hey, I'm not reading that script. I'm not showing up. I'm not doing that. What if they all did that? Could we save media? Sure, right? The mainstream media, sure, take away its power. What if we stopped watching? What if we stopped going to their movies? What if we stopped and we started just putting money in and creating our own good entertainment like we did with The Chosen, right? It keeps getting better and better. I love it. What if we did those things? What are you gonna do this year? There's a song by The Interrupters and I love this song, Take Back Your Power, right? Like a little punk band, they're, 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 they're awesome. And it's, uh, what's your plan for tomorrow? Are you a leader or will you follow? What's your plan? What's your plan for 2023? Are you preparing? Are you going to do something? Will you lead out or will you just sit and worry? Worrying's nice, but it doesn't do anything. You know, everything that we do in our lives takes a whole lot of faith, right? If you're going to do the right things, if you're going to make decisions, 
a lot of people don't know this about me, but I, I married my husband and I knew him for 12 days. 12 days. Okay. Seriously, met him and married him in 12 days. And it was a scary decision. And I also look back and it was probably pretty dumb. If to, to, to be honest, I'm just being honest. It was probably a really dumb decision. And if my kids did that, I'd, I'd wring their little necks. But, but I did that in 12 days, okay? And people ask how we've been married for 27 years now. How's that, how's that worked for us? How did we do that? And we did it because we have shared values. We both had a lot of faith in each other. We both had a commitment to each other. And um, he was very, uh, he always put me on a pedestal as the mom and the wife. And I also put him on a pedestal as being the husband. There was a moment there where he wanted to move and I didn't. And when he wanted to move, um, I didn't think it was a good decision, but you know, he was, he's the guy in our house. He's the dad. He's the, he's the father of the kids and he wanted to do that. So I backed him, support him, even though I didn't want to do it. It ended up being a great move for us. It ended up being really wonderful things came, uh, came into being because of that move. But I wasn't initially supportive, but I realized that, you know, I, I was committed to this person and this person was uh, the person that is, is really the head of our family. And okay. And I wanted the kids to see me support that, even though I didn't even agree, wanted to see them to see me support that. And, uh, and my husband and I are pretty traditional, right? I love being in the kitchen. I like making food. I, I, I like those things. I like that he's a guy's guy. I like all of those things. And what's interesting, what came out of that was this wonderful, committed relationship where um, we've got a happy marriage. But it took work and it took faith and it took a lot of, of, of making you know, decisions and deciding that it was going to work out. When we get through life, those are the things that are going to matter. Sticking it out, doing those things and being committed and, and finding out what your values are and sticking to those. And don't let Hollywood or the Kardashians dictate those values. When we take a stand for marriage, take a stand for marriage because it's important because it's how the world runs when it runs great. Stand behind those actors and actresses that are willing to break off from the Hollywood mold to support those things. Put your money into things that, are, that, that produce goodness, that tell the truth, that give the good messages. Take the leaps, take the sacrifices, walk away from a job. And I know it's comfortable to stay, but walk away from a job if you know that the objective of that job is either taking people's liberty away or it's not doing the right thing for others, then leave it. I promise you, your life will end up better. I promise you it'll pay off. What do you want your obituary to say about you? He led a nice, comfortable life <laughs> or this person really stood for things. It's so important to me to do that. And, I, and it's also important to get our lives on track. We need all of you. We need all of you, all hands on deck right now. We need you to be healthy. We need you to get sleep. We need you to improve your relationships. We need you to sacrifice. We need all hands on deck. It never was gonna be the entire country saving this country because we've, we've never been that. Even in revolutionary times, it was a small percentage. But there is one thing I know, we were never supposed to win that war. So I always leave room for miracles because miracles do happen. And I always have a belief in miracles. And as we start this new year, 2023, I realize that 
it's going to take a lot of us making a lot more sacrifices than what we have done in the past. We're going to have to take more stands that are uncomfortable. We're going to have to voice our opinion more through major censorship. We're going to have another blovid come our way. What are we going to do as a populace? The one thing that makes these people that run things very, very nervous is the unpredictable people and what we'll do. Now, they might think they have us nailed as far as what we're going to do. But why don't we show them? Why don't we quietly get together and realize the power we have as people? Make our lives right. Put good decisions under your belt. And put sacrifice under your belt. Because that's the only way we're going to get through this. And all the scary things we talk about, all the things that are coming our way, yeah, they're coming our way. And we're going to have to get through them. And not just get through them, but endure them well. We're going to have to get through them, but also come out better on the other side of them. And the only way we're going to do that is with each other and create communities of like-minded people. They're afraid of us in numbers. They really are. And I want to get to a point where we are the kinds of people that can save this country. We got to work on ourselves a little bit. We've got to work on relationships and we've also got to start really networking and figuring out what we're going to do in the face of adversity coming. How are we going to do this? And I know we can do it because I know that many of you have made sacrifices and many of you are better for it and can really stand there and say, I've done something for liberty. Be the, be the person that sits behind the person that does something and do something too. It's important. And it's important for all of us to see it. Because what does that do? It creates momentum. And momentum of a large populace of people, not the whole populace, but a large populace can save this country. We really can, if we wanted to. On The Alex Jones Show, I'm Kate Daly, your guest host. Thanks for tuning in this hour. You're listening to Resolution Radio, Radio, Radio. ResolutionRDO.com We have the new product at InfoWarsLife.com, BioTrue Selenium. We've had so many requests over the years for selenium, and just recently we were able to source a certified organic bioavailable selenium from mustard seed extract. When you take selenium in the body, it actually benefits the detoxification systems in your body. It helps balance the thyroid gland. It helps detoxify. Selenium is another one of those absolute must-haves. The highest concentration of selenium is in the thyroid gland, but it's actually used all over the body. As a matter of fact, there's 25 genes in the body that are directly dependent upon selenium. So it really is a all-around nutrient that everybody really needs. I'm taking it now every day. This is so key. BioTrue Selenium is the product, the best selenium that we could bring you. We believe it's the best out there at a very, very low price. Exclusively available at InfoWarsLife.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest price filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 
877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com.